Riley, how do you feel about live podcasts? Oh, you're you're going first, are you? Am I? No, it's my, I'm going first. It's an odd numbered Oops. episode. I get to go first. Are you Oops. kidding? Well, the, po- are you the way we ended that conversation indicated to me that I was going first. No, so okay, in the in the uncut Patreon only <laughs> exclusive por- portion, Dennis was like, oh, "I'm looking forward to talking about." It. I'm like, oh, "I'm looking forward to hearing about it as well." All right, let's begin. I guess from that you could, you know, infer. Yeah, I infer mean, that I we're throwing you're right, all the rules. You are first, yeah. Throwing all the rules out of the window. Now you get to go first. No, absolutely Oops. not, Dennis. Well, Before, if you want to hear, if you want to hear the background to our fall start, Patreon concert, have a listen to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, it's it's great stuff this week. Really, really good. Oh, you'll want to get across it anyway. No, no, um, no, Dennis. Before that. I've got something much more important to discuss. Little teaser. Well, I'm I'm I re- I'm looking for. I mean, I'm a big fan of the Always Sunny podcast. I'm looking forward to hearing what they were like live because I know they played in Dublin. Keep going. But, I'm just stealing more of your topic. As, as oh no, I'm fine on. because mine might be a little light on because I've just got I've got a question for you, Dennis. I oh, know this is said with the what's a sandwich, Caden? I'm concerned. Who? Oh yeah, sorry. Let's let's get into that, shall we? You tweeted recently about how pure yeah. and forthright <laughs> your topic suggestion or your topic stuff is, right? Like you're like, oh, you know, I want to talk yeah. about the lost joy of of a misspent. Youth I can, t- and I all can that tell you exactly what I wrote. I had recording an episode of Have a Listen to This. Me, my topic this week, Riley, is trying to find joy in things that we faded a little in our lives as we grow older, trying to regain some of that innocence. And then at Riley the night, and then a photo of someone saying, "Is this a sandwich? Please discuss." And it is a for like a french bread roll cut in half with just the meat and the cheese stuck in the middle so you have you know five inches of bread tiny sliver of meat and cheese five inches of bread yeah it's a baguette cut down down uh, like not vertically yeah vertically right yeah uh firstly this is complete fiction and fabrication because we went into this podcast and you were like i don't want i don't want it to revolve into like seinfeldian conversations about you know is it a soup salad or sandwich conversations Mm -hmm. i love having but i've i've taken that i've taken that on the chin we have not had a single one of those conversations on this podcast as much as i would love to we haven't i haven't even done that once to you i've respected your wishes but you still come out swinging for me with tweets like that as though i'm here like ignoring your request to not have funny interesting conversations about whether things are sandwiches or not so thanks for that 24 likes, no response from you, over a thousand impressions, like, the, your silence speaks volumes on this topic, I think. Uh, I hit tweet for you. Well, the, the thing, okay, well, I'll, I'll go happily on record and say, yes, of course it's a sandwich. It's not, it's yeah. not even close. Like, it's, 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 it's the simplest, it's one of the simplest things I've ever had to deconstruct. It's, 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 spirit, it's of, spirit of the law, letter of the law, I think. No, no, it's just like, you know, if, you, if Dennis, if you want to have a conversation, if you right, like, you're not, two ba- you're not bad, bread, me to have this conversation. What's on either side of like a toaster, is that a sandwich? Now we can have a conversation about that, right? If, if I drop a piece of bread on the floor here and you drop a piece of bread on the floor on your side of the world, it's have the we made a, the earth sandwich, right? Like, I'm happy to get into that. You're the one who says he doesn't want to do it, but yet you're the one dropping these this bait with tweets like this. So I don't know what to make of it, Dennis. I don't know what that's to make fair, of it. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Anyway, no, I want your take on something here because mm-hmm. so it, so I, I'm involved with live shows uh, on, yes. for Ma- Magic the Gathering, right? Big, huge productions, right? These things have full on like the Pro Tour has a full on TV broadcast studio set up behind the scenes. A lot of people don't realize this. A lot of resources are thrown into these like international broadcasts for marquee tournaments for this game, right? When I started working at CP events back in the day, I never, I didn't know what a TriCaster was. And now I have more knowledge on that than I would ever like to have in my life. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the, the Pro Tour goes well beyond just like a TriCaster. Like this is a full on, like yes. we have, so, so the, to give you an example, one of the guys who directs the Pro Tour broadcast also directs like, the Stanley Cup, right, for CNBC and 
like that's the big mm-hmm. ice hockey tournament in Canada, right? Like this is it's not a Mickey they've Mouse done the, production. They've done, right? they've done the Rose Bowl as well. What's the Rose Bowl? Oh, that's a college football thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, bowl made of roses. Anyway, so big deal. Anyway, we get, and I mean that like sincerely, sincerely, it is a big deal. But we get emails sent out, right, as part of being members of this production team. And they've got all the do's and don'ts and they're like this and that, and, you know, the call times, the catering is this, all this sort of stuff. But there's one line in this email that I've discussed with some of my colleagues and we're, we just we just want to know what happened, Dennis. I love because when you say that. You're like, what, 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 what made this rule be a rule? Why did they have to write this down? It does make sense, right? Like the rule, I'm going to tell you what the rule is and you're going to be like, well, of course, obviously it's obvious that that's a safe, it's just a safety thing. But it's not just the rule. It's the fact that this rule, the rest of the email written normal, like just regular sentence case. But this one sentence is in all caps and bold in every single email that is sent out regarding these shows. And it Interesting. is no open toed shoes on the show floor. Ooh. Now, it's not the only rule. It's not the only thing that's in this email about safety, right? Like there's a bit of stuff about checking in, about wearing your badge. There's, a bit, there's all this sorts of like there's all sorts of stuff in there about safety. But there's this one thing. What happened? What happened, right? Is it like what happened on which show where for this production company to be like no open toed shoes on the show floor? Is it? So there's two angles here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's get into it. A light stand fell over and somebody lost a toe and it was a huge mm. case for them, right? Mm. Which is the obvious like one because that's what jumps out to me. But then, then, if, then we're talking like no free feet pics on the internet, which is the other angle, right? <laughs> I didn't even consider this angle. I'm thinking, you know, this production company once covered the uh, the International World Championship axe juggling contest or darts even something like a real thing <laughs> and there was a disaster <laughs> darts that also were, darts you'd have to miss pretty badly to hit someone's toe well no just in the, the production the, the, the area the pa carrying the box of darts to the stage oh tripped, true right? tripped over and tri- tripped over because they were wearing open toed shoes and they tripped over and dropped the darts on someone else's open toed shoes and they're like listen we just got to put it in the email all caps bold bold typeface it's never happening again but is this a situation where there were too many people taking too many sneaky foot pics, Dennis? Well, I mean, it's a live broadcast, right? Oh, true. Yeah, it's not even about it. But the thing is, I, I always think it's more for production. Your talent. You're getting, you're getting this email for as talent. Yes, but it's sent out to the production crew as well. Like, I always thought mm. it was more like behind the scenes stuff. But no, maybe you're right. Maybe it's just reminding us, hey, no open-toed shoes on the, uh, on the show floor. I mean, if you, want, if you want to do that, paywall it at the very least. Yeah, that has to be on the exclusive stream before or after. Yeah. Exactly, right? Like that's um, that's, is, that's the uh, the after dark broadcast. Exactly. I have to imagine it's a. Actually, do you know what I bet it is? Go on. Actual actual answer. I think. Mm. I bet the production company has indemnity insurance, right? Oh, well, almost certainly, yes, absolutely. Well, they, actually, yeah. they, 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 they absolutely have to. Well, the actual, that, but. but, but like the email has a bunch of other safety stuff, right? Like, and there is dangerous things. Like the riggers have to be up in the up in the air. Like there's ladders and all that sort of stuff. There, you see them. You see when these production crews are working. Like they have rigid safety protocols, right? If someone is up in a ladder, there is one person holding the ladder, and there's usually another person warning people. There's someone up in this ladder. You know, like right, right. right. But so, that's all. Yeah, those are all clearly important rules. No, no open-toed shoes strikes me as uh, a rule that if stuff. somebody got hurt with open-toed shoes, 
the insurance company would be like, well, you weren't following, like the insurance will only pay if you're following all the proper safety protocols as per your contract, right? So you're saying it's not self-evident enough that wearing open-toed shoes is a safety risk. Not just that it's not self-evident enough. It's the most, ah, it's fine, rule. Sure. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, it's all right. You're just, you're just walking through. It'll be fine. Leave your jandals on. That's okay. You don't need to take your socks and sandals off today. Leave your, That's fine. Leave, leave, leave your thongs on, Riley. Yeah, leave your thongs on. Leave your th- you, you just walk straight through there with those, with the thongs on. That's not going to be a problem. Yeah. yeah. But I th- so I have to think it's probably that. Like, I think they had enough annoying conversations where like, you can't wear your sandals or you can't wear your heels or whatever. Mm. Mm, mm. And they were like, eventually, like, put it in writing an email. Like, please. Because it's such a headache then on the day, I would imagine. Um, and that's and the only thing I can thing. think of. Is, go ahead. It's, not, it's not a situation you can easily rectify, right? If you're like, hard hats must be worn, right? Yeah. You, you walk in with a hard hat. Someone's like, hey, get over here. Put on this hard hat. But if you're wearing open-toed shoes, they can't, they can't come over and be like, hey, um, uh, I don't know. Is there is there some wood that we can carve some clogs out of for you here? Like shoes aren't an easy thing to replace on the fly. Is it a hack? Can you go barefoot? Is that a hack? <laughs> that sort of a, I feel like that. I feel like the insurance company wouldn't go for that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not wearing open toe shoes. I'm wearing no. I'm not wearing no shoes at all. Your your point about litigation and like insurance claims that sort of thing that 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 raises something interesting for me because I was thinking about like pointless safety warnings and i'm not saying this one's pointless because mm. it's certainly not right but you mean, you mean bag of peanuts may contain nuts now i want to get into this right like who who is it for when you open up a product and inside it has that little sachet and it says silica gel do not eat oh i mean riley this happens like, who's to that me who's that for yesterday it's for my wife it's okay. What's Nikki done? So What's she been snacking we opened, on? We opened a bag of um. We were we went, she get a headache, so uh, I got her some painkillers from the press, mm-hmm. and they were painkillers. What I had left over from the last time I was in America, because they were in hang the on, hang weird on. little pill bottle. Let me stop you there. Where'd you get them from? The press. Where'd you go down the newspaper? You went to the Irish Irish Chronicle. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, did you call that a press? What's the press? A cupboard. The press. You went to a cupboard. Yeah. Why is it called the press? What's it pressing? That's called a press. I don't know what to tell you. I don't. This is okay. All right, hang on. Press, press kitchen, press cupboard. Where? Um, a 16th and 17th century cupboard resembling a court cupboard, but having drawers or doors below the main shelf. Okay, um, so Google, I'm looking Google, Google Google kitchen press. Okay, I'm looking at a. I'm looking at it. It looks like a. It's just a wardrobe a basically that only yeah, has half a, a wardrobe a cabinet yeah with drawers and and like opening doors all right kitchen well, it looks, more like a, it looks very fancy it's more like a pantry is, it, is this an irish thing i would call almost any cabinet a press <sighs> okay when i <laughs> when i google kitchen press i get what looks like i don't know a i have a noodle maker yeah a thing that you like you put stuff into oh, and then press it yeah. Like a, yeah that's what yeah, i'm getting it, look, it looks like a weird gun with all these little shapes it's, it's like it's an adult play-doh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it looks like a, it looks like a Play-Doh gun. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you but got no, yeah, I, went so to, you, I went to the press and I got her, yeah, I got ma- her a little mashed her up a, a, a painkiller. Yep, and it was uh, it was painkillers. Um, it was the American kind. So this little like it was a bottle of I think it was Excedrin. So the you know the other little tiny bottles you get in America mm-hmm. that they don't really make. I don't know if they have them in Australia. Actually, they might. But like the little childproof cap. Yeah, you have to like press it down and turn it a certain way to open it. Yeah, yeah, though, tricky those things. Um, yeah. but. Push it and open, and there's all the little pills in there. And there's mm. one sort of cylinder, which is a, a desiccant, which is the same sort of silica gel thing, right? Mm. And it's just one big cylinder to keep the rest of the things in the bottle dry. And on it says in big letters, do not eat. 
do not eat. And Nikki, Nikki reached for the meal and went, ooh, what's the big pill for? And I was like, no, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I've got a really big headache, Dennis. I better have the big pill that's in I there. I better have the big pill, yeah. This, yeah. Is the, this is the break glass in case of really big headache pill. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't think there was actually a risk of Nikki actually eating, consuming the big pill. The hey, but it was, the on, but it, was on the, it was on the table. I mean, the, the intrusive thought crossed her mind. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it was, but I, I agree. Is, so, silica gel do not eat. I think that one is more. I would say it's for children. A, a, that's not gonna stop a kid. Well, no, that's the thing, and it's like that. Is it the 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 meme from um, Arthur? This can't stop me because I can't read. I can't read. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, silica silica gel. Do not read. Have you ever been tempted to eat the the silica gel? It doesn't even Obviously, look that delicious. Yes. Oh, yeah, just, all, just out of your contrarian nature, I see. Well, I'm I'm tempted more because they're printed. Do not eat on it. So this is a situation if they. Where if had they, they if if they've printed, if they printed, it's good for you. One of your five a day. I'm not eating that. You can't tell me what to do. You're not my straight in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> but like, this is the same thing. It's in the same space for me as like uh, a, a coffee cup having caution contents hot. It's like, yeah, I'd hope well, so. That's a that's a litigation thing. Well, I, I read um, about this, right? I read about well, Liebig versus McDonald's, right? So this if, is a, this is a two tier story, and I wonder how deep you've gone on this. Okay, well, I'll tell you my I'll tell you my what my research on this is, has has done because this is the famous. It's from like nineteen ninety something, ages ago, right? And the public the public perception of it is, ugh, this woman sued McDonald's because their coffee was too was hot. Obviously, coffee is hot. What an idiot! Yeah, what an idiot! Except this woman, this old woman, right, like eighty mm-hmm. years old or something, got third degree burns from the coffee, yeah, like needed needed surgery. Yes. And the coffee was served at like 100 degrees or something, right? Which you think, okay, well, I mean, you boil a kettle, right? You make coffee out of boiled water. Boiled water, Yeah, you boil the water and then it cools down. And usually when you serve a coffee, it's about 60 degrees. They stored their coffee at at 88 degrees or 190 Fahrenheit. Okay. Do you know that? Are you you now looking this up? Or have you just memorized all of this? I'm 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 looking it up. I was going to say, um, but if you've memorized the temperature of this coffee for this lawsuit, in addition to also memorizing the names of all of the Black Mirror episodes, I, I love this lawsuit because it's 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 a it's a it's a one-two punch of um of PR. But yes, so they were they were storing their coffee objectively hotter than was safe. They weren't storing it; they were serving it. I don't think they were. Well, they were, they sto- were they storing weren't. and serving. They storing it at hundred degrees. Yes. Where are they keeping the inside a volcano? No, they just, they boil, they, they keep the hot, 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 hot coffee simmering and they serve it immediately. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't call that storage, but all right, well, we can move on. Yeah. So it was way, yeah, it was way too, it was way too hot. Right. Yep. So this, this woman had a, a, a legitimate case in going after McDonald's for it. But I, I don't think. I don't think the caution hot coffee, like I don't think the caution hot comes into that, right? That's just a. Uh, even if even if that is printed on it, they still shouldn't be serving coffee at a temperature that's going to burn your skin off. Do you know what amazes me, which is related to this, is when you're yeah. in a restaurant and the waiter mm. comes over to you, like let's say you order like fajitas or something, or something that comes yeah. like in a skillet, you know, a some assembly required meal, right? Yes, like the ones where, yeah, go on, because I think I know what you're going to say, yeah. Or even if you order like a steak and they bring it over on a plate and they and they walk up to you and they go, careful, the plate's very hot. And I'm like, you're holding it. What are you talking about? And then they put it down and lo and behold, it is really hot. Yeah. Oh, and I'm no, like, but that's, these asbestos-handed servers, yeah. it's amazing. I was like that, dude. I did five years in hospitality and by the end of it, like I could hold hot stuff in my hand, right? Apart from still being, I can still carry six plates. But 
like you would serve stuff to people scalding hot and put it in front of them, they'd pick it up <laughs> and they'd like, go, ah, like, oh, well, old leather hands over here. No worries yeah. at all. I don't feel anything anymore, you know? Well, you know, you know Lauren. You met Lauren at, uh, at our wedding. That's uh, mm-hmm. Oshin's girlfriend at the time, now fiance. Mm-hmm. Um, she used to work in an O'Brien's a long time ago, which is a sandwich now, o- chain. Well, yeah. okay, I was going to say O'Brien's over here is a glass manufacturing company. So I was interested to see where you went to. Well, uh, funnily enough, there are two chain stores, many of which have locations relatively near each other in mm. Ireland. There is O'Brien's, the sandwich mm. shop, which sells truthfully slightly overpriced soup and sandwiches, right? It's, it's for like kind of older people to go and get lunch. No, when I, you I, say I, soup and sandwiches, Dennis. Oh, do you mean? No, yes. I mean, they sell soup and sandwiches. Yep. The other chain is O'Brien's, spelled exactly mm. the same way. Mm. Oh, it's not Offices. an O'Brien and an O'Brien. Nope, spelled letter for letter the same. Yep. And it's an off-license, which is to say a liquor store. Yes. And there's hundreds of both of these. And I'm like, how have none of you butted up against each other? I don't understand how this hasn't been resolved in some way. But she used to work at O'Brien's. And they had these, like, big kitchen, like, ovens. So, you know, when you, like, go to toast a sandwich, right? And you're at home yep. and you put it in your oven and you're sitting there for, like, eight minutes. You're like, oh, my God, get this thing to melt. Come on. Then you buy it in the shop and they put it in and it blasted for 15 seconds in sort of new thermonuclear reactor. Oppenheimer's in the back cooking up new recipes and it comes out blitzed. Yes, yeah. One of those. And she has these massive welts to this day across her arm from just accidentally touching the rim of it, taking stuff out. You know what I mean? So it was that hot inside. It was like... Oh, yeah, inside. it would it sear like you a, like in, in, a, in, a, in a flash. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> she just gets... You get like, what, what do they do? You know, when they like... Um, cook like steak and salmon and stuff at really high temperatures mm-hmm. and it's like crispy on the outside and and like uncooked in the middle is that like flat mm-hmm. not not i don't know what it's called it's like a like something pan seared something like that yes yeah searing something is oh searing I, something? Okay. related to this i bought a griddle the other day riley a griddle a griddle what are you gonna put in your griddle eggs steak gonna griddle, gonna griddle some griddle some eggs yeah, yeah. Well, we have a four-ring gas hob, so I just bought, you know, because we don't believe in the woke moralists. And um, we, do you remember that? What? Well, yeah, gas, gas heating or gas, gas stove. Gas for cooking a while specifically. Were, yeah. Were, yeah, gas cooking was somehow anti-woke for some reason. It's very difficult to keep track of what is or isn't woke at the moment. I understand. Uh, usually, it depends on how popular something is. So, the Mario movie is either woke or anti-woke, depending on whether it's successful or not. That's, the, that's right. what I'm learning. Okay. Yeah. The recent discourse I saw was that Blazing Saddles was yep. anti-woke because you know you couldn't release something like that today. And then, but people pointing out if it was released today, it would be very heavily woke. So, yeah. Oh, Dennis, it's it's exhausting trying to keep up with it. All absolutely exhausting. Anyway, go on. Yeah. So you got this griddle. I got this griddle. It's a, and now it's a. Per- I haven't used it very much yet, but I'm excited about it. It sits across two of the uh, of the rings, and I'm like, why did I? Buy- <laughs> I'm excited for it, but um, I, do you do you purchase things where you're like, oh yeah, I'll I'll use this, and then you're like, why did I buy that? No, no, no. Very. very I, who am rarely. I? Who am I talking to? Actually, who am I talking no, to? Never mind. No, not at all, dude. Like, the uh, most recent kitchen purchase was an air fryer, and we, oh man, we fire, we're firing that thing up every day, every day. That thing's been put through. Like, it probably was looking forward to a nice cruisy, like oh, pull out maybe once a week or something when they're having a bit of a treat, you know, putting a, putting putting some tater tots in to enjoy. Ah, uh, things on around no. the clock, is it? It's yeah. The oh yeah, it's working. It's working overtime exactly. Now, did your griddle come with any warnings? You know. Did it come with any? Uh, did it come with any 
stupid consumer safety no, lawsuit I didn't avoiding see any like when placed over open flame may become hot you know what i mean there's yeah. none of that it didn't say do not pick pick this directly up off the burner with your hands i mean though to be fair do not cook wearing open toed shoes is probably a decent piece of advice i would say so i would say so anyway look i don't know with like i look at these these Piece of advice, right? I look at these, like, mm-hmm. warning labels. I, I went online to see if I could find some other good ones apart from the one, you know, like the silica del gel. Do not eat. And apparently there's stuff like baby strollers that have, like, do not fold up with child inside. Um, uh, what were some other ones that I saw? Wheelbarrows, not intended for highway use. Uh, rectal Whoa. thermometers, do okay. not use uh, orally once you have used this rectally. It's like, I didn't need to be told that. But the fact that, that one these... I could have figured out, yeah. The fact that these... Advice, these bits of advice and like legal warnings exist means that they ha- it has to have happened, right? Like this isn't something it that's forestalling a potential problem. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's just the way. It's just the way the law works. If you think about it, the most obvious example that jumps out to me is a bag of peanuts that says may contain nuts, right? Yeah. And you're like, it's a bag of peanuts. Obviously, uh, you know, it, it's got like roadworks ahead. I sure hope it does vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah, well... So, yeah. here's the thing. The law, presumably, just says any uh, for allergens, any items that contain... But I'm not talking about allergens. Who's sticking a thermometer in their ma- mouth after they put it up their bum? That does seem like it happened. That does seem like it happened. The wheelbarrow one is because it probably cancels a mode of transport the way a bicycle does. So you have to put a sticker on it. It's in the same category. It's in the same category as a bike. All right. Yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah. What, 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 is, what, is, what is a wheelbarrow if not a... This is your... If not an a, asymmetrical tandem bicycle. A, a wheelbarrow is nothing more than a unicycle with a level of expanded capacity. No, it's very true, Dennis. Very, very true. I take... I take. Oh, it's got, ba- no, it's got, it doesn't have a chain. <laughs> no, yeah. unicycles don't have chains. Yeah, but bicycles it's, do. Yeah, but I'm not saying it's a bicycle. I'm saying it's a unicycle. It's only got one wheel. In my head for... Well, sometimes they have three wheels. Oh, what kind of wheelbarrow has three wheels? What are you talking about? The whole idea of a wheelbarrow is you put it down, it stays where it is. It doesn't roll off. Maybe it has two at the front, but then you can't steer it as effectively. I'm certain I've seen a wheelbarrow. Yeah, and this is, a, this is two. This three? Is three. Yeah, wheel- plenty of three-wheel wheelbarrows, yeah. With, with wheels at the back where the legs would normally two be? Two back, one front, yeah. That's well, that's just a trolley. This is a tricycle. It's yeah, a trike. this is a trolley because you don't, you don't have to tilt this as much, I suppose. Yes, but then it doesn't stay stable when you put it down. Like it could just it's roll a, off. It must, it must have a brake. It has a brake. Yeah, it has a brake. Oh my goodness! Now, now it's definitely a vehicle. Now it definitely needs the do not use on the highway sticker for sure. Yeah, now I just now now I'm surprised you can't use it on the highway. Unbelievable. Anyway, I just want to know these stories, man. I want to know why these things because we're not warning everyone. Can you reply like, to that production email asking about the open toe shoe thing but that looking like a pervert? No, right? I could have a word. I could have a word around. I could, I, you know, you know what I could do, Dennis? I could commit the greatest crime of all. I could walk around on the show floor in open-toed shoes and then when See accosted, I could say, yes, but why? This happened to me in a restaurant the other day. We were try- we were, we were, it was related to my topic. We were like running late for something we were getting to and they wouldn't bring us the bill. And I was like, I find a very effective way to get the bill in a restaurant just to try and leave. Yeah. That's a very effective way. I mean, I've done my bit. I've, I've asked for the food. You've brought it. I've asked for the bill. You haven't brought it. So I don't know. What do you want from me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're in a rush, try and leave. I, the, most of the time, they'll, 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 they'll try to take your money. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give, give, <laughs> give them enough of a reason to and, and, uh, and maybe they actually will. Yeah, exactly. Riley, how do you feel about live podcasts? 
Oh, we're trying again. Take two, Dennis. From Take the two. top, everyone. Run it again. Um, they're fine. They're fine. Have I, you I, attended a live podcast recording? Never. I never have returned, returned a live podcast recording, no. no. So I've been to a couple, actually. Although I'll, I'll get into it in a second, what I mean by that. But last okay. night I attended a live recording of... Don't the, tell me, Dennis. Al- was it the oh. Always Sunny podcast? It was. It was. It, was. The, it is always sunny in Philadelphia podcast live. Expertly foreshadowed uh, earlier on in this episode. Yeah. Now, how was it? Because I'm a big fan of not just the podcast, but the the TV show as well. So, I really would have loved to have gone. Like when you sent me a picture, I was like, "Oh boy, that looks like a great time." First of all, our seats pretty good. I thought based on the photo I sent you. Yeah. Yeah. They're fine. Good view uh, of the this, stage. Reasonably central. This is in the three arena. This thing seats sixteen thousand people. No, it doesn't. So, what? Yes, I need it does. to. Okay, I'm now. I now need to reevaluate the picture that you sent me. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yes. So Dennis has sent me a picture where I would say there are probably twenty to thirty rows of people a- ahead of him. I would say mm-hmm. roughly. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought if you were in like a medium-sized theater, right? That's like fine seats. You're probably towards the back. No. But you've got a good view of the stage. Wow. So you're in a you're in like an arena. This was in the three arena, the largest, the largest I think, concert. That's not, I guess, because a bunch of like outdoor ones. But like, yeah. if I go to well, three it's, arenas, it's, website, it's bigger. It's bigger than the one and two arena. That's for sure. This is where you know Iron wow, Maiden nothing. are playing. Wow, nothing. Just stone week. cold nothing. Dennis is just oh, steamrolling over that one. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. What did you say? Try that one again, shall we? Run well, Dennis, it sounds like it's much bigger than the one and two arenas. Very strong. Okay. That's all I was looking for. It's just a bit of a. I, but yeah, what I'm what I was trying to get at is this is where like. Upcoming gays of the three now are like Iron Maiden, yeah. the Wu Tang Clan, yes, yes, Michael Bublé, Duran Duran. You know what mm, I mean? Mm, 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 and mm. it was I, right. I went on the to the second always Sunny Philadelphia live show in Dublin because they sold out the first one so fast they booked a second date. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. So thirty thousand odd people in Ireland. Well, no, probably probably fourteen thousand. Uh, just booked two tickets. I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I imagine people came with them. Oh, well, you mean the people went to both shows? Yeah, definitely. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah definitely. It, it did seem it did seem very different based on the like. It didn't seem so. The only other black podcast I've been to was I've been to Welcome to Night Vale with Nikki before because she used to love it a lot, right? Yeah, and that is a script to the second show, right? Yeah. You're really seeing a, a play, honestly. Yeah, yeah. This couldn't be further from that. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's do some background here for the for people that actually haven't listened to the Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast. It's very unlike this one. It's three guys rather than two, and sometimes Meg mm-hmm. as well. The producer gets on the microphone as well, uh, and they they sit around and just kind of talk about whatever's on their mind. So it couldn't be more different from our podcast in that it's some, three they, people. They usually pick an episode to talk about, generally speaking. Well, yeah, yeah, that comes into it sometimes. <laughs> but but um, uh, it's, it's it's taken my favorite path of media recommendation. Where I listened to a couple of episodes, recommended it to you. I stopped listening to it, and you listened to all of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what happened. But this is the thing: you recommend stuff. You recommend so much stuff to me, right? And I'm one of those people like, if I'm, in, if I'm into something, I, I follow it through, right? I don't just I don't just play it for a week and then forget about it. I don't get halfway through Death Loop and then go, "Well, that's enough of that. I don't need to play a second more of this game." Like I'll finish it if I start loop, it. Yeah. I'll finish it, and I did, and I love this show. I've listened. To, I've probably listened to each episode at least twice. Wow. Okay. You yeah. should. I mean, you, you should take a my ticket. I mean, you're on the last side of the world for it. But it was very loose. Um, so it was a lot of them dicking around. Um, yeah. A lot of video bits, like you know, Danny DeVito recorded a little video bit and stuff. Artemis mm-hmm. and stuff recorded a little bit. That kind of thing, which is sweet. 
um, towards the very end of the show, spoilers for a show, I suppose, um, they play a little video bit with um, Caitlin Olsen, who plays D. Hmm. And she's like, oh, it must be so nice for you guys to be there, you know, having um, all that validation from people. And I thought about that. They, they, they film a TV show, so they, they, much like you used to run into a lot, don't get to see their audience very often, right? Yeah. Yeah. When I was streaming on Twitch or when I was like doing big magic shows and like, yeah, sure, there's like 20,000 people watching um, around the world, but you don't, you don't hear the roar of the crowd. Feel it. Yeah. 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 Uh, and she's like, do it's like, oh it's so nice for you it sucks that i couldn't be there and she says screw it and then like boots open the door and runs onto the stage and she's been there the whole time and i'm like she's been here the whole time Probably i was gonna her. say like i i would have been surprised if she was because they're over there filming right like the last episodes of the of the last season of of always sunny were in ireland and that's a it, long time ago now but but i i when i because i saw rob McElhenney tweet something about being in ireland and i was like oh so they're obviously filming over because they're filming another season now um, and I'm like, oh, they must be filming something to like wrap up what happened last season or to like segue no. away from that or something. No, I don't think so. What are they doing in Ireland then? The live show. No, but they're not just going to Ireland to do a live show. There's no way. I think they are. Do you want to bet another three months of podcast revenue on it? Well, something they revealed last night, by the way, is that none oh, of got, the episode you, in you Ireland insi- was filmed in Ireland. You got insider information. They had some. They had an external team. Presuming these films on the external shots, but none of their scenes are down there in California. Okay, Dennis, that was definitely a joke. That was definitely one hundred percent a gag by them. No, seems really yes, me. it was. Go and watch the episodes, man. I've I watched sent the episodes. You, I sent you screenshots of them in a in a in a street in in Hoth where where Nikki grew up. Yeah, that is true. I do remember that. I was confused by that statement because they didn't play it for a gag. And then they climbed up, a, like, they, they went up a cliff to, uh, well, I'm not going to say what, because if you want to watch the episode, you'll find out why they went to the top of the cliff. It's not in California, man. Yeah, the cliff definitely isn't. That, that cliff that cliff could be in, like, I don't know, Seattle, though, to be fair. That cliff could be in, like... Oh, the, fa- the famous cliffs of Seattle, yeah. What do you... No, they're definitely, they're definitely in it's, Ireland. What, what are you saying? They, they, they flew so all these Irish... I guess that's... I guess they could be... There could be enough They only Irish flew Colin Meany and, like, two other actors, yeah. No, there are more Irish people than that. No, I'm not having that, dude. It was they definitely filmed in Ireland. I, that was what? What are you talking about? I, I, that was that might that feels like to me it was a gag that didn't actually work. Yeah, I didn't. It didn't like they said it, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw that. And I was like, no, because I do remember there being like a really bad green screen shot when they leave the pub and stuff. Now I'm very worried about this because I've typed into Google. I got to did space A L W. And the first uh-huh. one is, did Always Sunny end? And the second one is, did Always Sunny film in Ireland? So I'm convinced Uh-oh. that they're listening. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Spicy. And what yeah. does it say? Uh, did Always Sunny actually film in Ireland? Shots with the actors were filmed in LA, and the one set in Ireland mm-hmm. seemed to be filmed elsewhere. Some look like they're shot on green screen. They had a crew mm-hmm. based in Ireland to film the B-roll footage, things like the car mm-hmm. driving around on the outside of certain buildings and areas. But the actual main actors all shot locations in the US that were supposed to look like Ireland. Yep. Anyone who pays attention can clearly tell they weren't in Ireland. You can see them filming locations on the episodes here. This is just on Reddit, so this isn't like... They said it. I mean, last night they seemed annoyed that they weren't able to come over because of COVID to film when they were filming that season. Like, And that wasn't like for gaffes. But then so. there's stuff from Irish Central and Independent.ie being like, Always Sunny fans spotted here in Ireland filming stuff. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like there's a picture of... There's a picture of of, of Caitlin and, and Rob and and Glenn on on the on the on the cliff top here. 
I don't but know. Again, I don't know. This is the ma- this is the movie magic, magic of Hollywood, isn't it? This is going deep now. Yeah, but anyway, this is not what I'm <laughs> to discuss. Okay, sorry, go on. Um, no, no, you're good. Um, bought tickets very last minute on a whim. Like the mm. show was on Wednesday on Tuesday afternoon. I was like, ah, will we just go? And there was some surprisingly good tickets left for pretty reasonable prices, to be honest. That's amazing. Um, so we went. Um, show is extremely loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they were that, all. That surprised me. Glenn especially quite drunk. Yep. Um, Rob just left for a while to go pee. Okay, okay. So that's a bit loose than I was thinking. All right, sure. Yeah, yeah that's, pretty, that's like, and I was like, oh, is this a bit? Is he like going to come back and like a cut? No, he just went no. and pissed. Yeah. <laughs> a bit. Um, they played a lot of clips. They picked like clips for each other and stuff. And, like that was a bit weird. I thought, to be honest, I like. But then, like watching the, it was basically like you watch some bloopers from the show with the cast of the show. I was like, kind oh, of, this is fun. Yeah, it's fun. How much? How much for the tickets? Uh, I went for the slightly, you know, but generally speaking, like sixty euros. Yeah, it's like high, but I, they are pretty big celebrities, I guess. Like the the show's yeah. huge now; like it's the longest running sitcom on like ever. I, so I mean, they they sold out, so the, they yeah. were priced, if anything, low. If yeah. if, if you if you believe in free market economics, you know. No, but it's like, did you get your money's worth? I guess is the is the question. Like, were, were they just completely phoning it in? But I don't think so. Like, if you know what these guys are about, if you know what the show, the podcast is about, like you're not going there expecting something really. To, unless unless Megan's super involved because she seems like the world's best producer, right? She was quite involved, to be fair. Um. But it was um, it was very genuine. Yeah, yeah. In that I felt like Glenn and Rob and Charlie were being themselves. Yes, and there was no sort. There was very little screen veneer between mm. the audience and them, despite there being so many of them us there. You know what I mean? Well, you get that from the from the show. Like one of the things I really enjoy about the show is, and you know, obviously everything. Like I mean, this is a performance. What we're doing right now, everything. It's all a performance. But you know, there's a bit. There's an episode where the three of them talk about hair loss. Right, and they're quite mm-hmm. earnest and open about like their their battles. The fact the three of them look like they've got full heads of hair, but they openly say, "Well, if you think that, like, you know, it means we've tricked you well enough into thinking that that's the case, because I can tell you it's not." And you know, there's an episode where, oh, geez, I don't know, uh, Glenn talks about how angry he got when his his Tesla got locked in the bottom. Uh, floor of a parking garage and he couldn't get it out and like he did not come off in that story very well at all and i was like i admire i admire you talking about like how awful a person you became when trying to solve this problem for yourself like because there was no need for him to do that and it was just like it just made him look like a bit of an bit of an asshole but he owned it and i thought well that's you know it's, it's good to I mean, they're still Hollywood millionaires and whatever else, but I do have a level of respect for they them. They seem that, relatively grounded, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I don't have ground as well, but they're definitely self-aware. The um, they did do something which I thought, which I thought you might think was cool. So, Come are on. you aware? You know, at the end of every episode of Always Sunny, they have their like production title card. Yeah, that has the three of them in the hoodies with the glasses. The hoodies, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it usually it's, it has some sort of like nonsense sound, right? Uh, and that it's them talking sound backwards. Been, Yes, it's them saying yeah. something and then they play it backwards. And yeah. they change what it is every season. Oh, do they? It's usually, yeah, I believe so. It's usually just some sort of like dumb poop joke or whatever. See, I've actually never real. I've only probably seen that just a few times because when I watch it, it's like next episode starting in. Well, ne- Netflix just, makes you got to jump ahead. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I just click. Well, yeah, I just click straight through. It's on Disney Plus, on Netflix, but go on. It's on Netflix here. Is it on Netflix? Yeah. Oh, I'm not watching, watching on Disney Plus. Weird. Um, yeah. It's just a licensing thing, I guess. But um, God, that's inappropriate. I know Disney has everything, but like, woof. <laughs> so that's a big, that's a big leap for Disney. Um, oh, it's it's incredible. Like, it's a show that is so far removed from like what the common the public image of Disney is. Right? Episode number one, N word, hard R. Right? Mm-hmm. Episode one, season season one, episode one. 
And that's like, oh, this is a Disney show now. <laughs> well, I mean, a like, lot of old Disney products have that. <laughs> Let's be fair. Oh, that's, that's true. Actually, that's you know what? what? Just going back to Disney's roots. Just going back to Disney's roots. Just going yeah, back out to and out racism. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's a, yeah, yeah. The, the Disney Corporation is like, look, we love this. We feel like it's a, it's really in touch with what Disney was famous for years ago. So we're, we're bringing it back. Uh, but Riley, no, we Nikki and I and fifteen thousand other people um, now have a cameo because they recorded the audience saying "Make it brown" yesterday, and next season. That is the end card for the show. Oh, so you are in season 17 or whatever it is. Season 18. That is correct. Season, season 16, Objectively, season I'm in there. Your voice is in there somewhere. That's very cool. Um, they're like, we haven't done this with any other uh, any of the shows. Uh, which, and I believe the one they said. I, I, bet, I, bet, they, like, I bet they to say. I bet they said that to all the girls. I don't know. It didn't seem that structured. <laughs> I think they meant it. Um, and then they were like, Charlie was like, please don't ask us for money. You're not getting your like sad credits. Let's not pretend. Stop it. <laughs> like, yeah. We're not putting 13,000 people on the, uh, on the end credit plate. Yeah. Giving all fractions of checks. Um, but I think you would have enjoyed it. I mean, how do you feel about watching clips of Always Sunny with the Sunny cast? Oh, generally speaking, it's fine. Like they do that in their in their episodes, and and it's okay. The only thing I don't like about that is when it's a podcast. I, I like it's a video podcast. I don't like it when they lean yeah. too heavily into the visual element because usually I'm like listening to it when I'm running or like cooking or doing something where I can't watch. But if I was there at like a what is it, you know, a performance? No, no, absolutely, I'd love it. I think I'd enjoy that. They did. There were some performative elements. Um, you know, they did. Now, did did Glenn kick in a door to come in on stage? No, he did not. But he did oh, pop they, off a little bit. They let that. They let that left that bit behind. That's a shame. He got quite. He did get pretty angry. <laughs> he got very. Wait, very what? Glenn Howerton? Yeah, he got pretty Glenn angry. Howerton got angry about something. You're so, wow, that's unbelievable. A couple wow, times that. throughout the show. Yep. Um, uh, Rob went and peed. Obviously, um, yep. there was uh, the end of the show was very musically driven, which, as you might imagine, you know, they did. I like Patty's Pub. Charlie playing piano and harmonica, doing his best. Randy Newman. Yep. Yep. Classic. Which I was yep. impressed by. I was like, they could have gotten just a guy to play the piano. No, they, did, they did that bit in the because the Always Sunny live shows from Philly were put up on their on the podcast feed, mm-hmm. and I watched them. And yeah, he did he did he did some musical numbers at the end. Yeah, yeah, and then they did an encore. No, that's unusual. The, <laughs> the producers, ma- the, the whoever like the front of house was, made a cardinal yeah. error where they yeah. left the stage and they brought the house lights up, which is the everybody get the hell out. Yeah, of course, yeah. And people started leaving. Yeah, when they came back on stage and did Dayman, and I was like, oh yeah, I would have seen that coming, I guess. To be honest, that makes sense. That's surprising. Encores for a... Is that a thing that happened? I thought that was more of like a band thing. It is a band thing. But when the last 10 minutes of the show are just songs... Yeah. And Rob gave this big heartfelt speech about um, something they get... And something you and I have talked about before. Something they they hear a lot is that the show show makes a lot of people feel less alone. Or it's gotten them through like difficult times in their lives. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And he's like, well, look, you know... I like that, you know, we're here for you in these special time in, in those difficult times and you're there for us. You know, the show's gotten me through 20 years of my life, things like that. And he's like, but this is a very rare time when there's 15,000 of you here and you're here for each other. You're all here because you share this. And we talk about this a lot when we used to go to magic events. Yeah. You walk in the room, you have something in common with 4,000 people right off the bat. That's very, yeah. very special. Yeah. Um, I did see, um, <laughs> I did see two of my students there, Riley. Oh right, from your uh, your lecturing at uh, Trinity from College. From my lecturing, maybe look yeah. like a very cool professor. Let me tell you that. Um, but they got called out by the Always Sunny cast because they brought a dick towel. 
Nice, dude. That see, that was my favorite in the Philly shows. Like there were people dressed up as Green Man, uh, people dressed up. Yeah, as the, lots uh, of Green Men, lots of Green Men. Well, because it's such a low effort costume, right? Like it's such an easy, sunny costume to make. Like there were other people who were dressed up as the as the McPoyles, and that one was better. Like that, those were those. Were, I saw, I saw two girls dressed up as when Frank goes as the art critic. Oh, um, uh, Ango Goblonsky, yeah. Ango Goblonsky, and they were just yeah. going around to everyone, like, in the inter- interval, going around with the, the line for the bathroom. Everyone's yeah. outfits going, going, bullshit, bullshit, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Man, it sounds like a great time. I'm real. I'm, like, I'm not big on live performances, but I really feel like I missed out, dude. It was good. It was good. I, 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 would, I would recommend it, I think. Yeah. So that, that makes me think about one thing, Riley. What's and that one thing? We don't have to spend too much time as you don't want to. But... What would I have listened to this live show look like? Well, we don't have a Meg. That's what we need. We need a Meg, right? Because Meg, I feel like... You're our Meg. (laughs) Well, I'm the Meg, and I'm not a very good Meg, because Meg, their producer, she seems incredible. Not only is she just, like, super competent at her production job, she's also, like, extremely funny, right? So she has this ability to remember and synthesize all the fantastic like running gags and jokes and that sort of stuff and then reintroduce them into the show in ways that just work and don't seem like contrived or forced not just that you know the episode shot in ireland where charlie meets i'll say his pen pal allegedly allegedly shot that in was, Ireland. yeah yeah that was directed by meg yeah no she writes and directs a bunch of stuff but i'm not mm-hmm. talking about that i'm talking about her in the producer as in the in a role as a producer of the podcast right I feel like if we had someone like that, if we had if we had our own Meg, right, then we could keep track of all the great running gags and we could we could put them into practice in a live show that'd be really good. But I think I mean, whereas currently I have to t- if I'm not sure if it's talking about something in the podcast, I have to tell you the story and you rem- try to remember if you've reacted to it before. And yeah, do like a vague scroll out. through old episode titles to see if it's a, yeah. if it if it rings a bell or not. But I'd love to do a live version of this show. I'd love that. I mean, you talk about doing live um, Half Us History. Yeah, it's on the agenda. I'd love to do that's that. That's closer well. to the Welcome to Night Vale thing. I think that's more. That's a lot. But that'll be a lot more scripted. Well, that'd just be yeah, as we talked about, kind of just more like stand up, I guess. But no, um, I guess it would just be the two of us talking nonsense. Um, it wouldn't be that much different to what we're doing now. I, I suppose we don't really get into running jokes too much because neither of us have the memory for it because we forget. Mm-hmm. Like we got Death Loop. We got Death Loop's a good gag, yeah. Death Loop's a good gag. Um, is that it? There are others, I'm sure. Riley doxes people. Riley I dox people. Yeah, yeah. Right. Full, full, full name. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, I do. Dennis that. is I do late, do. all that kind of stuff. There's, a, but yeah. those are just character traits. <laughs> those are even running jokes. No, but that's like, enough. I mean, that, you, can, you can get some. You, you can get like you know, there'd be a great, a great opening gag for the live show. Would be me going out and just sitting there and being like, oh, sorry. Um, this is just what recording the podcast is like. I just sit here for seventeen minutes by myself until Dennis shows up. No, no, so I, I come, I come out on, I come out on stage in like a, a robe, two yeah. pairs of boxing gloves, and just beat the crap out of a microphone for three minutes <laughs> on a desk, and that's the authentic have a listen to this experience. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Have a Listen to This. We do hope you've enjoyed the episode. And hey, if you haven't, doesn't matter. The, the download numbers show up all the same. So whatever, suckers. But if you did enjoy this show, please tell your friends about it. And uh, look, tell people that aren't your friends. Tell acquaintances and even your enemies. Again, the downloads show up all the same. Uh, and if you want to support the show, if you really like the show this much, you can uh, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash have a listen to this. You get access to uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, early, early access to episodes, all sorts of things. Uh, we are definitely in this for the money, not for the love of the game or anything like that. So head over to Patreon and uh, help us get them rookie numbers up. 